Hi, I feel like good day now. It's me, Alan Smith, where we publish stories of today's paper on uh, Friday, April 28th. The front page paper today is a £55 million injection in Port's race to be net zero number one. So this is the Port of Aberdeen is investing £55 million in a bid to help the Granite City become a net zero capital of the world. It is hoped the cash injection announced today will mark Aberdeen's trailblazing harbour. It first establishes a commercial enterprise in 1136 by King David I of Scotland. Um, it will mark the UK's first net zero port by 2040. I, I might have to find the opening of that uh, Aberdeen Harbour, yes indeed. Uh, port of Aberdeen boss Bob oh, Sanguinetti said the money will be spent on a raft of green measures over the next 10 years. He said our vision is to become Scotland's premier net zero port offering world-class facilities and services at the heart of the nation's energy transition. We must be bold and ambitious to achieve this. A port of Aberdeen can play a pivotal role in the emergence of green economic growth in the wider maritime industry and support new high-quality jobs. Net Zero and Just Transition Secretary Mary McCallan hailed the investment as being crucial to not just the North East but all of Scotland, saying an efficient and effective offshore energy sector is crucial for a robust economy. The new investment comes after the port poured more than £500 million into infrastructure improvements. Well, they have lashing out the cash here with the port, it must be um, uh, plenty seller and that lads uh, have knocking about. But, um, well, you know, if it's going to make uh, Aberdeen the hub for uh, net zero and uh, green investment, then uh, it's got to be a, a good thing, I suppose. So, uh, Fantastic news, and you know, here's hoping it, it achieves what they're hoping it'll achieve, and uh, you know, just make Aberdeen a household name around the world. Also, obviously, it is already, but even more so. Even folk in maybe Wiltshire and uh, Buckinghamshire will, have, will hear about this after us. Now, here is a green light for a pioneering whiskey distillery in northeast Fernland. So plans for a wind-powered turf whisky distillery and visitor centre have now been fully approved. Buildings at Yonderton Firm are being revamped for a pioneering project with the educational visitor centre to be built on nearby land. Bath facilities will be powered by energy from wind turbines already on the firm. Uh, members of the Banff and Buchan Area Committee backed the scheme in uh, 2021. Further proposals were submitted last year as the development gathered pace. And uh, now Aberdeenshire Council has officially approved a huge new distillery building to be built on the land. Uh, two firm buildings have already been demolished as part of the project at the Craigston. Uh, Council leader Mark Finletter supported the idea. He said, I think it's a very exciting proposal and a much-needed employment opportunity. Uh, meanwhile, BAMF Councillor John Cox welcomed the innovative approach to powering the development. He said, I think this will be a very important economic contribution to the local area. He said it could be it create maybe up to 10 jobs and help bring tourists to the region. So, um, the visitor center will have a cafe, a tasting rooms, and now you're speaking, uh, and a bar where tours will be available to give guests the chance to see how the distillery operates. Uh, however, these visits will be by appointment only. 
The plans were put forward by Wilson Strachan, and Mr. Strachan and his family have been looking to invest in a whiskey distillery for many years, so, well, there you go. You never see a peer distiller or anything, and, um, you know, if most of the stuff is there already, and it's all good to go, then this will be, you know, an interesting thing to see, I'm sure, and I'm, you know, sure it will attract uh, tourists up to, uh, mere tourists, I'd say, up to Turf, because uh, there's plenty we can up there to see the the Traku, as it is. Now here is a Michael Gove, he recalls stocking shelves at British home stores as he visits site for market. So, a weekend stocking shelves in British home stores for Michael Gove helped Aberdeen secure millions towards the city centre renaissance. As a teenager, he worked uh, as a porter in the food hall of the department store, which now lies in rubble down on the green. Uh, back then, during his sixth year at Robert Gordon's College in 1984 85, uh, the iconic worldwide recognised granite mill was a bustling uh, main shopping street. Oh, then I get my started in Union Street now. Anyway, nearly 40 years on, the pandemic and online shopping have left it tired and in need of new life. Um, and so Aberdeen City Council has knocked the building down in order to build a new market development which it's hoped will bring folk back to city centre. Mr Gove, as the levelling up secretary, was in Aberdeen yesterday to see if the £20 million the UK government is putting towards the project will do. He says, I can the site. I remember stuck on the shelves there in the 80s. When British home stores closed, that was obviously difficult for the city and difficult across the UK. But for the Aberdeen bid come in, and obviously it was judged objectively, of course, of course it was, I realised this was an opportunity to have a phoenix from the ashes moment. Uh, the levelling up cash leaves Aberdeen City Council with another £30 million to pay for the new market, which is to be built on the footprint of British home stores and the old indoor market, which was demolished last year. So, well, that was probably there needing to be knocked at doing, but, um, you know, I hadn't actually been into the, the, the see if it are the commotion is in here, but um, there must be a heck of a space if all that stuff's knocked at doing. Um, we'll be here running sometime and just see if it's going to be about in there. Uh, you know, Onahang would be better in fact they had a four, I would say, and um, you know, it needs to be a bit more, maybe up market would be um near the time I'm a snob, but uh, maybe left a bit to be desired the market. Anyway, um here's um hoping that uh, um it's you know, it, it gets um built on time on budget and um, you know, it's ready to attract folk back into Union Street and Lord Almighty, the rest of Union Street gets a, a bit of a spruce up and, a, and they get folk back in there, either shopping or, you know, sitting at the outside at cafes or there's a lot of good ideas for it, so I'm sure it'll be a hell of a lot better than it is. Now here are the buses of the 70s recalled for anniversary. So first Aberdeen is stepping back in time to mark its 125th anniversary. The bus operator has painted one of its vehicles in the classic green, cream and orange uh, colours of its livery design from the 1970s and 80s. It doesn't sound great for you saying it, but, um, you know, that was uh, the, the sight of buses I mind when, uh, when I was growing up in tune. Um, I was on them a lot, but that was certainly the buses, the colours you seen going about, and it just was uh, just normal. Um, anyway, um, the Leyland Atlantean vehicle served Aberdeen for 15 years. Uh, first, Aberdeen's presence in the city can be traced back to August the 26th, 1898, 
with the introduction of Aberdeen Corporation tramways. Uh, on the same day this year, an open day will be held at the King Street Depot for the public will be able to see historic buses for as far back as 1930. Um, so the head of operations, uh, David Adam, has worked for the company for the past 44 years and even drove one of the Leyland Atlantean buses. He says, it's a funny thing seeing these old buses come back. It uh, takes me back to the days of driving the room with three layers of, of clays on uh, with my new romantic style RN jumper on to ward off a cold uh, before we had central heating installed. Uh, I started out as a bus driver at just 21 and I mind him to stand up to put all my effort into turning the steering wheel on buses that looked like this uh, before we had widespread power steering. Oh, just imagine. Uh, he says, my arms were aching after my first buckle shifts. Uh, the younger drivers are dead, and I can how good they have it. Well, so say all of us. I mean, it's the same for all the young folk, and I can how easy they have it now compared to the olden days. But um, yeah, so it'll be a, a rare um, open day, I'm sure, at the King Street, and I'm sure uh, uh, my missus will be keen to go and see her because her dad was a bus driver for a, a long, uh, you know, many, many years, and um, he drove out, well, buses like us, and uh, he also. <laughs> to drive the bendy buses when they first come on to go anybody and he was not a keen on him but um yeah he's uh she'll she'll be keen to see like other the all's um styles i think i'm sure of so she's not quite as all as me very nearly now here is aiden heritage and tractor day return so entries for the aiden heritage and tractor day have opened for this year's event the public are invited to enter vintage tractors or vehicles for a £5 fee, which includes a rosette, tea, coffee and a buttery. A good old Aden Heritage Centre, that's what they like to hear. Now, Skills Development and Events Officer Justin Tuch said we have added new attractions and increased the number of tractors which will be attending. It will be a fantastic day out for our family. It returns to Aden Country Park on September 24th, 11 to half past three. The event will feature vintage tractors and cars, a farmer's market, and activities for families. Aden Country Park has hosted the Aden Heritage and Tractor Day for over 30 years. No tickets are required as the event is free to attend. For more information, visit the Aden Country Park website or visit the Aden Country Park Mintla Facebook page. If you want to enter a vehicle, the booking form is available via the website or uh, by contacting justine to 96 at gmail.com so well here's i'm sure they'll get a lot of um entries to this now because you know running with mintla in the surrounding area i think we have a lot of vintage tractors uh, going about and most of them still uh, on working on firms i would say but um yeah sounds like a tip-top deal so uh, good luck to them and uh, you know that's just it's just rare in Northeast Heritage Act. You're going to get a reset for the way you enter for only £5, cup of tea and a buttery. What more could you win? Now, just finish up with Sport is Noble. On the back page of the paper today is uh, Robson's winning mentality boosts Dawn's resurgence. So, uh, Aberdeen boss Barry Robson has revealed how he drills a winning mentality into his players every day at training. Robson insists he has placed uh, high standards and demands on the Dons since taking on the managerial role in late January. Uh, every day he underlines to his players the need to win at Aberdeen. Uh, well, it certainly seems to be working and um, 
you know, f- folk need to realise that if they're uh, playing for Aberdeen, it's a, a big, big club and, you know, winning is, is everything. I mean, we just, we need to get uh, back to the good old days and uh, fun. We can uh, tuck on the Celtic and Rangers and, and have a chance of winning at least and maybe two feet, that's what uh, I would say. So um, so far, so good for uh, Barry Robson, but uh, uh, a big, big improvement. So well done to him and uh, come on, Aberdeen. <clears throat> now, that's me, Don Fredino, just a wee puckle of stories of the day's Press and Journal on Friday, 28th uh, April, 2023. And uh, much, much better day today. Uh, well, it's never raining for one thing, which makes 100% better than most of the days this week. And uh, certainly a lot brighter, near here's a call. Uh, so, yeah, big improvement, and here's hoping it's on a, you know, an improving uh, kind of slope for for the rest of the the weekend. And leading up to next weekend, which I'm, I'm led to believe is going to be uh, pretty tip-top. So I hope that uh, the weather wifey's is right. Um, so anyway, thanks very much for listening to this uh, podcast. New hope you enjoyed it, and if you could just make sure you can let a pal or uh, just a somebody that you can for used to buy the neighbour or Aberdeen share, or maybe still does, uh, let them get up to Doric Express and uh, try and get some more folk to listen into it. So this will be the last thing for this week. Um, hope everybody's our tip top weekend, and um, <clears throat> we'll we'll catch up again on Monday. See if it's a uh, uh, happening <laughs> and. Uh, World of Aberdeen, in Aberdeen Shire. So, in the meantime, thanks very much. Cheers now. Toodaloo. the